And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show tonight. Allison welcomes her guests, funny person, Jenny Kim Jones, worldwide trending topic, Alan Moss, and her special guest, the outlaw, Dustin Goot. I'm her husband, Daniel, asking you to brush your tongues, hop on the love bus, and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen. Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little twice-baked potatoes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. First of all, thank you, Daniel, for that inspired mm-hmm. intro that oh, we remembered to put at the beginning. Yes. Someone yeah. tweeted and referred to the last couple of intros that you've done as <laughs> with introductions. Oh, yeah, with introductions. Within, I like that's that. That's nice. So we're all here in some form. I'm here. Daniel is here. Hello, hello. Dustin. Hello. Oh, sorry, Daniel. That's okay. <laughs> hello, Jenna. Hello. And hello, Al. Hello. And hello... Chef Jeff Chef or Jeff. Colonel Jeff, who does not have a mic, but could lean over into Alan's mic in an emergency like this one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing? Good. Doing great. Great. Yeah. great. All right. So much to discuss. First of all, I want to offer a welcome to people who might be listening for the first or second time. Um, and I feel like that could be a bunch of people because on Monday I had Richard Pryor's widow, Jennifer Lee Pryor, on the show. And it was I was really happy with how the show turned out, really proud of it. I think it's one of my favorites um, that I put out over the years. And today has Today, as we record this, it's Tuesday. Um, I know when you hear it, it'll be Thursday. But today has been nuts because it's gotten picked up all over the place. It was on Inside Edition. Um, I know Stern played a clip. Opie and Jimmy played a clip. Um, a bun- Danny Bonaducci <laughs> played a clip. A bunch of radio, local radio shows also played the a Daily clip. Daily Mail. Yeah, but the Daily Mail picked it up. Salon, Billboard, Hollywood Reporter, E! Online, um, what, are, what, are, what am I forgetting? New York oh, Daily no. News. Not so humble brag. <laughs> no, this is just a <laughs> pure brag. A brag. Embrace it. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, what were the very... Oh, Jezebel. That was one of the first mm-hmm. ones. Um, Flavor Wire. Yeah, it's just... It's been all over. It's been nuts. Wow. It's so now really all we're going to talk about is Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I want to get to that in a second, the, uh, what it is specifically that they picked up. Um, but so I just want to say, I think a lot of people might be listening for the first time, or like I said, or a second time if they already listened to the Jennifer Lee Pryor episode, and they, and they might be like, what is this? I thought and, I was, and all they've what is heard happening? About yes. Is what, they, what they've already heard about the show for a yes. second time. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> this is a show about the thing that you already read that it was a show about. <laughs> well, hey, at least it's not disappointing them with That's being true. something different. But what That's I was going to say is before long, they'll be like, I tuned in to hear all of this. And instead, I'm hearing a lot of talk about flavors and a bunch of people. What is this? So I just want to explain for the people who are like, what is this? Um, I do three shows a week and the Monday show is a one-on-one interview and the Thursday show is a group of us like you're about to hear talking about all sorts of stuff. It's like hanging out with your friends. Um, and, uh, the Saturday show is the weekend wrap up show, which is not always on Saturdays. Right. That's where we do what Dustin accused us of doing now. So we talk about what you've already heard, but we also talk about what you're going to hear. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah we talk twist. about the week behind <laughs> and the week ahead. Yeah, we look back and we look forward. We just make sure we're never in the moment. Nope. It's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, the Bill Cosby, what they picked up from the interview, though, was what she had to say about Bill Cosby. Which was like, so there's all these headlines that are like, um, Richard Pryor's widow calls Bill Cosby a fucking hypocrite or a piece of shit or, excuse my language, um, which was one little bit of what she said. She had a lot of strong words about it, but she had like a much deeper, fuller thing to say about all of it than what the press ran with. But it's been this crash course. And again, Dustin, I know we had talked about this before on air, um, as someone who's been a journalist for a thousand years, I shouldn't need a crash course in the media, but today still has been like a very but a crash course in like, oh, this is this is what people run with. Things have changed since you were that's true. doing it too. I mean That's true. Yeah. We weren't really gossip gossipy press. Right. Well and things Although have really accelerated with Twitter. Press. Like things yeah. blow up in a in a different way. Right. Right. So, of course, part of me wishes what made was making the news was something that was more of a fuller picture. But you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. Still pretty exciting. E called it Allison yeah. Rosen is your next best friend. <gasps> hey, yo. <laughs> so forget your old ones. You, <laughs> she's your next one. Because exactly. when you make a new friend, you got to kick. You got to kick one off. <laughs> right. <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's a more There's only so many places on the raft. <laughs> That's right. It's like MySpace when they let you have your top eight. Yeah. Knock somebody out. Oh, my God. I used to spend a lot of time laboring. <laughs> we over. We did. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. listen, if you're uh, if you're paying attention to E, you have a lot of best friends. That's the assumption. <laughs> right. So, so here's your next. Well, they was, are looking I was, forward. I was just thinking of all of E's like sad friends right now, like knowing that they're about to be left <laughs> behind, that like when E makes some new friends, like <laughs> they know that it's that, that it's over for like Entertainment Weekly is like, I thought we were going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Here's what's in now in Friends. <laughs> I'm one of them, apparently. Um, let's see. So, uh, what else is going on, you guys? I have stories, but I don't want to just do me stories. I finally completed my jury duty. Oh. Can yes. you tell us Tell us what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a carjacking with a gun. <gasps> Ooh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was intense. His did, family was there. Did we it go to a, deliberation? Oh, yeah. We had to deliberate wow. for, it was only a couple hours, but we, we got the- But over two days. Yeah. Well, we got the- really? They ended on Friday. At like 3 p.m. Oh my god! And the court closes at four, and so they like let us to deli- uh, deliberate for like an hour, and then we had to like go home for the weekend, think oh about it, and no. come back on Monday. Do they yeah. advise you to think about it, or do they say leave it in the room? No, you can't talk about it, even like with the fellow jurors outside the deliberation room. You're not supposed to talk about it at all, and you have to leave all your notes there mm. and everything. When you started the deliberation, did you do a quick vote to see where everyone stood? We did, and, and we was were it like divided? Uh, it was a 12 person jury, and we were probably eight out of 12. Uh, for guilty and so you had um, to work the people that were we didn't really have to work i mean it was so this one was they they pu- seven people pulled this guy out of the car seven Jeez. yeah on exposition so they they faked like they were like a like a boyfriend girlfriend couple walking across the road so this guy stops and then five other people swarm the car oh and they gosh. pull him out Jeez. hand him off to another guy uh and the guy the the victim recognizes two tattoos on this guy and says like it's this guy. He's got a like a lady tattoo and a skull tattoo on his arms, and then they they drive away and the, he gets away. They find the car. There's fingerprints inside the car and on the back of the car of this defendant, mm. and they have no answer as to why the fingerprints are there. 
his defense attorney so, was like, he's framed. It was a setup. So the and people we're like, that were the about? people that were not for guilty at first, what was their their reason? issue was? Um, yes, he's in the car, but they couldn't place him with the gun um, pulling the guy out of the car because because oh. he was it was two Hispanic guys and the the victim didn't speak English. So when he's calling oh. police in the U.S. and trying to describe something in English, and you're scared, you don't use your words right. And ideally, the 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 tattoo of the skull was actually a devil. Mm. And so there were some Latino people on there saying, like, if I saw the devil, I know the devil. I wouldn't make that mistake. <laughs> right. And so we had one guy like take the tattoos, like the pictures of him, and put them on his sleeves and put his arms up, and you could only see the bottom of the skull. Or of the, the, of the devil. devil's head. Yeah. Which and is like, kind of oh, skull-like. That's clearly a skull. Wow. So anyway, we had to like go through the whole thing and the scenario. And for some reason, I felt like everyone thought that the police were setting this guy up. And I was like, what TV shows are we watching <laughs> that we believe the police set everybody up? Yeah. So, they have so much time yeah. to do that. And I that know. they're possibly good at it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> there are 17 individual police officers involved in this. They didn't all go like, hey... Let's get this guy randomly for a carjacking that mm-hmm. proved nothing. What was it random? I mean, was there a reason that it, it was this guy or this car? I think it was totally random. It was a 2002 Honda Accord that they stole that they did in 2012. So it's wow. like there's no value in this car. They only took the radio and the windshield wipers. I don't know. Don't I don't know nothing about cars, but don't like. I feel like I've heard that, like, because there are so many Accords on the road. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like one of the numbers on the market. Yeah, like the parts are valuable, yeah. especially yeah. for older models where it may be harder to, to get replacement. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And so they were just. They just he, take They took, apart. like, his cooking supplies because he's, like, the chef at some, like, chilies or something. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, tough stuff. It wow. was. Yeah. But so did they rough him up at all or did they just take his car? Yeah, they just they just scared him. Yeah, they robbed him and everything and then drove away. Was it, were they a gang or was it just a I, bunch yeah, of oh, yeah. seven I, people with I great think, teamwork? Well, no, but I mean, is it are they affiliated? <laughs> they were all like, a, oh, you're stealing the car too? Dang it. Well, let's just, let's, just, <laughs> let's yeah. cooperate. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, because that would scare me if, it was, if yeah. I was on a jury and there's like a real gang. <laughs> I, well, you know, I'd never been on a jury before, but they were like, no one ever said my name and no one knew my name until mm-hmm. the very end because mm-hmm. they refer to you by like your juror ID number yeah. and, or the number of jury juror that you are. You so, didn't plug your podcast? I wasn't like, hey, folks, listen <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, come on. Well, yeah. I, it, it is still eerie to me though that, you're, that you are just exposed out in the open. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I guess it, I, the one and only time I did jury duty, it was a gang killing. Um, wow. And it, I didn't get selected, but even during the deliberation or the jury selection, you're sitting there. Yeah. And it's this guy, and the, both lawyers emphasize the fact that he's in this gang is not in dispute. The question was just whether he was the specific gang member who committed this murder. Right. And um, so this guy's this gang member is the admitted gang member is sitting there and he's like staring at every one of us right. when we go up there and they're asking us questions. And I just felt like, I mean, he knows what I look like. I, when I walk out, people could, you know, I don't yeah. I didn't, you know, I felt weirdly exposed. Were you trying to have like a real gang understanding compassionate face? Well, I, I definitely <laughs> went with uh, uh, sympathy for the defense as my reason to, to get dismissed. I was like, you can't trust cops. That's, you know what? Yeah. Everybody went for that because that was their question too. was like, do you have any affinity like positive or negative for police officers? And so many people would be like, 
yeah, I do. And then the judge would press them and they'd be like, well, I would probably be impartial. But I felt like if you're going to throw that card, you just need to own it Commit. and be like, I'm voting guilty right now. And I haven't even heard the But evidence. the judge, I find, will challenge that They will. Hard. They have like, to. The they judge do. is Because they hear it all the time. So mm-hmm. they will force you to answer a lot of questions if you just say, yeah. I can't be impartial. Cause it, and then they find, yeah, actually, you can. Yeah. I know how to get out of jury duty, but I'm not going to say it on the air because I think people <laughs> should do it. <laughs> it was it was a good. That's experience. quite a tease. I know. No, I, I know, but I don't want to. At least, I, if you express bias, you generally you, will get out. The judge yeah. will be angry, but they like the lawyers don't want to deal with people who are going to like clearly don't want to be there and are going to be right. Difficult. And that's true. Most yeah. people that gave a fit were exempted. Yeah, so they would. The lawyers would excuse them and, and kick them out. So I th- I just think it's it's great experience. I did it year a little over a year ago and it was uh just a dui case but it yeah. was really interesting yeah i don't know it was weird yeah so anyway do you feel good about it do you feel good about your civic duty and about I uh, our justice system i you know actually i i feel i feel two things i feel one that it's really fair to have a jury of your peers absolutely take judgment mm-hmm. and, and actually try to weigh the information what i felt bad was i felt that this guy's defense attorney was the worst. Yeah. I, he was terrible. He was semi-handicapped, which, uh, you know, as a, as a defense attorney, you have to, like, have some favor with people. And, if, like, the one, the uh, like the prosecutor was smooth and he could walk around the courtroom, and this guy was, like, limping across the courtroom and, like, couldn't hardly breathe. So he would take, like, 20 Are you sure minutes. that wasn't an act? He was just trying to get your sympathy. It, there's no way, because every, every juror was like, I'm going to kill this guy. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Because he would just he would ask the same questions really slowly, yeah. and we were just like, oh, "Come on, get it out." So I kind of he was felt the like, I take it court appointed. I you know I couldn't tell if he was court appointed or not, mm-hmm. but he was not good. And so I felt for this guy because you know if you're robbing people on Exposition Boulevard, mm-hmm. you're you're living in a tough neighborhood. You probably don't make that much money, and he probably can't afford good representation. And I felt like if he had good representation maybe it could have been presented differently where we would have had enough doubt. Mm-hmm. But instead he just went, I don't really know how his fingerprints got in there, but I'm pretty sure he's just an unlucky guy and someone planted it in there. And it was like, that's not a defense. That's yeah. Saul Goodman wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should uh, you should out the gang that he's with so that other potential criminals can know to join better gangs that have better like defense better if you join our gang we have great representation wonderful benefits yeah like, we have yeah exactly we, we have, have a good defense benefits. attorney <laughs> mm-hmm. are you guys watching better call Saul? and if we're going to talk about television there's a song that we play Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I love Better Call Saul. Is it good? It's so good, but there's a but. Okay. I feel as if the the episode this week just did not hold my interest as much as the other ones. The other ones, have there been three or four so far? Um, Did we see the third or the fourth? Four. Okay. The other three, I feel like I could watch over and over and over. Although I've only watched them once, but I keep thinking, I want to watch them again. I think this be- one was harder to get through. Yeah, I think because it took, um, 
plot wise wait are you guys watching no you can't spoil not anything yet for anyone so i'd say the first three episodes had a progression a, a sort of story progression mm-hmm. and then this week uh seems to although i don't think it really is but it, it seems to be right taking further, a breath yes it didn't further the although it is i think it's a, it, you know some episodes like are, are there to set up things so it didn't have quite that relentlessness that sometimes you feel with a um, vince gilligan show but it also didn't have as much about the relationship between uh, between Saul and his brother, which I think well, is my favorite end, part of it. That right, was but not good. as much. Right, not as much. Yes. So I have a couple questions about it. Is okay. it in... I know it's the same people who did Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So is it kind of like all the characters are like sort of horrible people? It's like the baby versions of the characters. It's like baby walt no um, <laughs> right like baby muppet, like, muppet, yeah, muppet, like muppet babies. babies that's where like i was going tiny tunes yeah there's a lot of singing a lot of singing okay. a lot of cribs so but is it like those characters where they're they're you kind of hate them but you're intrigued by them because i felt mm. like that was breaking bad for me where it was like i really have a hard time with these characters Right, and you're supposed to. I remember Vince Gilligan was like, people are taking the side of a sociopath. Right. You're not, right. You're not supposed to right. be on his side. Exactly. Um. Yes, I think, yeah, no. I mean, no. I okay. think, I think, no, I think Saul is a much more likable character. Right, but he does things, he cons he, people. He cons people, but he's not, Um. I don't know, I think that you, you, He's not as dis- I mean, he's right, not doing he's something not a- as evil as yes, what Walt correct. did. Oh, it's okay. not a body count. Yeah, okay. I think okay. right. I think with him, you're you're supposed to see it more as like ethical frailty yeah. than like than like deep rot. Right. <laughs> he's, yes. he's he's he's, he, he's scrappy. I mean, he'll he does things to further his own career, you know, right, or to right. to make money. And there's something so. Uh, cunning and so like he's so good with talking himself or talking other people into you know or, or kind of maneuvering his way through a negotiation or getting people to do what he wants them to do and it's so funny to watch him in get into trouble and try and talk his way out of it that you can't help but like him i mean i think that there's something just funny about that mm-hmm. whereas with wall it was just this progression of the dark side where yeah, it was heavy yeah, it was yeah. just it was just awful thing after awful thing. Um, I will say I've only seen the first two episodes, so I am basing this on even less than you would be if you even agree, which you might not. Uh, but I I feel like with any spinoff, the like the fundamental question is like can the can the character that's being spun off stand on his own his or her own two feet and you know and sort of create a world unto themselves and be their own thing and not make you constantly like think of them in the context of the original show. And Saul's an awesome character that everyone loved, but to me it has, it hasn't totally passed that test. And in particular, I'm not sold on Bob Odenkirk as an actor that can carry a one hour drama. Get out. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, like he has a particular hand motion that I feel has become a crutch. That in particular, like it's just it, in two episodes, it bothers me because I've seen it like motion? fifteen times. Where he's and like, we'll describe it. It's like yeah. a like small slapping Hitler. some, yeah. <laughs> but lower yeah, and more yeah. Gen- gentle. Yeah. Well, he usually does it with two hands, where it's like he's trying. You know, when he's trying to like negotiate with people, he does the like 
you know, the two hand, like, hey, you know, take it easy, take it easy, let's take it easy. Oh, like that, a little shove. That. That, that really conjured him. The take it easy, take it easy with the hands going out. Like, yeah. what? what is this mm-hmm. motion? We have to describe it's it. It's like how listeners. Brad Pitt has to eat in every scene. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's, it sounds it like such a, a nitpicky <laughs> thing, but when you're the guy carrying the show, that those little things really, like you know, matter. Like they become yeah. writ large. Like I feel like Brian Cranston is the type of actor who, like, will pick up those ticks on himself and will fix them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that mm. Bob Odenkirk. Maybe is. he'll listen and realize that he needs to work. Yeah. On Maybe it. he's one of these new listeners. Yeah. He's like, what am I listening exactly. to now? Or, or <laughs> I didn't expect to hear myself yeah. discussed. Or he'll be your sit down and he'll bash me and like <laughs> demand that I <laughs> right. be thrown off the show. Or if that ever happens, he'll be like, so what's this show again? Cause I feel, think that's the more likely <laughs> scenario. Um, also in television news, did you guys watch the Oscars? I watched part of it. That's what I do with things yes. that are too long. Yes. <laughs> and, yep. uh, I did, though, love Lady Gaga's performance. I was overwhelmed. Like everyone else, I think I loved it. I'm not suggesting this is some kind of original. I've got an original take on this. I thought it was good. But at the end, but it was kind of that thing that we've talked about where I forget. There was a show where we talked about going to some kind of concert and seeing like a lot of you everywhere. And you're like, oh, they so have my number. Oh, yeah. That's how I felt at the end of it. I was like, that pushed all my buttons. I don't know how it did it so you mean well. mean the Lady Gaga Yes. The, it just I think the sound of music nostalgia mm-hmm. the fact that she looked like a princess I don't know like <laughs> she looked like gorgeous six year old me was very into it and also this me well for me I watched it I mean I watched it after I was on the plane for the Oscars and my plane didn't have any TVs and so Al was like I had the internet so Al was texting me and I was following tweets and the idea of Lady Gaga singing sound of music was just like what is happening because <laughs> this girl was so insane for a long time, like showing up at music awards Wearing in a giant meat. egg, mm-hmm. her meat dress, all the weird like nun costumes that she weird? used to wear, like <laughs> meat dresses. Oh, God, <laughs> but what's weirder than being normal? Mm. Well, for Whoa, me, it's just I'm just like it was so like baffling so then the next day i made sure i watched it and i thought wow she really did do an excellent job and then i saw a uh, an article that said she did voice lessons and practice for six months every single day wow, wow. so she like is actually working for this it's clear that she wants to change her image mm-hmm. and be a little bit more i like that she takes it that seriously me too That's interesting i just assumed that she had julie andrew's voice stuffed in her voice the whole time and that i don't she think could just so although i do think out. she's a good singer but she, Maybe I, I Tony Bennett just sat I her made, down and talked to her. I know. I was like, listen, kid, you, you got to change do this. your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was surprised. But as far as the Oscars go in general, from what I saw live tweet tweeted mm-hmm. and from the stuff he that was is telling me, and it sounds weird to say. Yeah. Tweet at one point sounded weird to say. Yeah. Well, we don't want to pursue alternative options there. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Not, uh, yeah. But every time someone does that for the first time, they're like, I'm so clever. And it's like, oh, like a million people came up with that also. <laughs> but you go with your twat. Okay. <laughs> but um, so anyway, I thought overall it was pretty... Um, boring yeah it was boring yeah just really kind of like it's really sad that neil patrick harris just could you know some of his jokes just fell really mm-hmm. flat and we talked about this on our podcast like was it that the jokes were bad his performance was bad was the audience not welcoming it was just an all-around really sort of mm, it yeah. happened the, the film industry it's like no one cares about any of these movies no one's excited about these movies there's no you know 
movie everyone's psyched about, like a Titanic or something where people really care who wins. And then the the whole thing is like this ceremony that feels like it's trying like it's trying to be so um you know uh reverent to the past and stick with this tradition but then at the same time we have to keep it fresh for young people so we're going to get like Neil Patrick Harris is going to be the host but then we've got to stay with the things we always do and it just becomes this boring like he can't really do anything fun and um you know and and i don't know it's just like get martin short stop worrying about the kids and (laughs) you know i mean get someone who's going to be a live wire and just be crazy and and is funny and would be perfect for it and don't care that he's old and then um get rid of a lot of these stupid like i'm not stupid but like no one cares about best foreign shorts so true you know or whatever yeah. it's just like get, you know god bless them but get rid of the shorts you know tighten it up have some comedy in there remind us why we care about movies i love movies as a kid and i watch the oscars and cannot remember why i love movies whoa wow. boom whoa, whoa. Throwing Gauntlet down. Thrown. deal with that academy of motion pictures arts and sciences <laughs> Wow, this has been right. controversial. I don't fuck around. I don't fuck around yeah. anymore. Maybe yeah, after Bob Odenkirk is a guest, the, aca- <laughs> the Academy of Motion. Listen, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I can't even hear their name without hearing soaring music in my head. <laughs> the Academy of yeah, Arts and Science. There it goes. <laughs> exactly. It just lilted. Um, Daniel, your use of the word stupid made me think of something that I wanted to bring up. It's Ableism? Just... No. Did you want to talk about that? No. <laughs> what, what were you going to talk about? It actually is very, very, very tangentially related. It's only related in the vowel sound, which is I had a thought today, and it's one that I've had before. I was thinking about Uber, and then I was thinking, how did they get the name Uber? Then I was thinking about Google, and then I was thinking Hulu, and I was thinking YouTube, and I was thinking, is there something about that ooh sound that's particularly popular for the web? Dustin, you work in this field. FUBU. Food, there, and also for and clothing. clothing. Yeah. I, I can't even tell which field you're accusing me of working in, like the vowel field. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, um, or I thought language. you were going to ask me to like interpret the, the like the long U, like because I, I majored in German and like I was, oh. you're going to ask me like yeah. a, an umlaut question. But yeah. yeah. But I use all of you your should skills. consider an umlaut if you're considering one for your career. I don't th- I, there's no downside. Does Uber have an umlaut? Because Alusen. Yeah. Oh right, hmm. is your nuke's best friend? That there you doesn't go. Work. Yeah, you could. You Where could go new and you umlaut. So the um, umlaut who <laughs> always sounds friend. like ooh. No, it doesn't is your it sound new like best ooh. friend. Yeah. New. Yeah. No, I think Perfect. the umlaut makes it. Doesn't it make it sound like ooh? Yeah, it's, it's like an e. It's, it's e. like it's ooh. E. No, like ooh. So where would it go? And Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm saying I'm saying new and you umlaut. Okay, do it again. New. <laughs> yes, perfect. Can, can you say the I think that thing? was a little more Swedish than German. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. Swedish chef. <laughs> so be yeah. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. New, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Mm. That does sound. You, I mean, it sounds fresh. It's avant garde. Young people it might does. like it. I don't know. <laughs> I think it works. Um, <laughs> No, I was accusing you of being in the um, internet field. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is what we call it in, the, in, the, in that industry. <laughs> what do you call it? 
I would call my profession online video because I think the internet is, has become so many things. You have to, all right. You have to whittle it down. But from your vantage point in online video, <laughs> have you considered the vowel sounds? <laughs> I, I forget the name of your company. Com- what vowel my, sounds does it employ? My company is called uh, is named Mew Mew. is named <laughs> is named Zephyr. So it's it's gone the oh, other wow. it's gone the other way of vowel elimination right. because it's spelled. Z E F R. So it does the whole R Tumblr. R without a preceding mm-hmm. vowel. That's also that very yeah. internet. <laughs> it is. Oh yeah. I can't take credit, but <laughs> yeah, we're real. We're a real competitor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In um Silicon Valley. The show? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the name of his company? Because I think Cooley, it, I think. Yes. I think that's when I originally had this thought that when they are parodying yeah, a web the company, ooh. they use the the ooh. Mm-hmm. But Which the, one? But was... the scrappy one is called Pied Piper. They didn't. You're right. Yeah. But what is what of all of these Hulu, Google, all those things? Which came first? So maybe they were just trying to mimic right the one that was most Probably popular Google, first. Right? Probably yeah. I don't know. I think Google. But then maybe there's someone somewhere. On some other well, podcast. Well, Yahoo was even before Google. Oh, that is You're true. right. That, there goes my mm-hmm. argument. I was going to say, maybe there's someone who's like, look at all these, and then they list off other vowel sounds. Maybe because when you <laughs> say possible. it, you're saying, ooh. Is that why AOL didn't do very well? They were like, <laughs> it wasn't A-U-L. Right. Yeah. Or Alta Vista or Lycos. Like, yeah. Netscape Navigator over here is crying himself to sleep. <laughs> Internet Netscape Explorer. Netscape Navigator. Maybe I'm making a terrible... No, but those are all ones that have fallen by the wayside. Yeah. But Chrome, well. I wonder if they're like, I wish we could be Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a personal update. I mentioned some of this on the Saturday show, but for people who the last show they heard, or for people who are like, what happened with that? If there's anyone who wanted to know. I talked a bit about how I was depressed on the Thursday show uh, and my hunch that it maybe it was because I was about to get my period. However... Um, I was hoping that that wasn't the case because we've been trying to get pregnant. And if I did get my period, that would mean, well, first of all, the doctors had, were really hopeful that I would get pregnant that month. And if I did get my period, that would mean that IVF is next. Um, and so I called and a nurse explained, there's no way that I'm getting my period because they are controlling that, so to speak, and blah, blah, blah. And then I got my period the next day and I was like, God damn that nurse who gave me the false hope. But, um... At least I know myself well enough to know when my depression is just hormonal. Because remember, yeah. I had I had all those theories about like, could it be this or could I had all these like lofty yeah. sort of maybe I've actually been depressed all along, but you know the excitement of the last couple months has just ma- kind of masked it, or maybe it's just that I'm all hormonal, which right. made sense since I had taken like they had my. I was on all sorts of hormones because we're trying to get pregnant. So anyway, um, it sounded very Jurassic Park, like when she was like, "You ha- you can't have your period. We're controlling." It. I know. And, and we're like, Doctor Ian and Malcolm, like, ah, uh, no, you can't <laughs> control my. <laughs> you know, like, right? Mean, it did sound like that. That's like, what I thought good. was Jurassic Park. Just tell yeah, me like, when like you're like she push was the holding button. your like yeah. period button in yeah. her hand as she right. was talking to you, and she's like, "No, I'll let you know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, the whole time, that was like, I don't think you have the authority to control my period. Who are you? You're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're an underling in the whole hierarchy of this office that employs like a zillion people. And then she said, "Now we're feeling a little better." Were you offended? (laughs) Were you offended that 
they thought they were saying that medically they could control your period or just not a senior enough person was controlling your period i well see i feel like if a more senior person were controlling it i wouldn't have gotten it yeah i think no this Fair. is what i think they weren't actually controlling it um right. she was wrong that was my yeah. issue is that sh- they, they do there are certain protocols where they really are controlling it but, and it, I wasn't but it'd be amazing if, and it, if it really were just <laughs> like a, a, a training issue it was like <laughs> ah, i knew she wasn't ready for the pyramid periods yet <laughs> like, i know send send her back through <laughs> right boot she's camp not for her using again. the force correctly <laughs> there was a lapse she must like what was she was she not concentrating how was she not controlling it but so anyway daniel and i had um a consultation with a doctor today and I'm we're either going to do IVF or we're going to do something called min stim IVF, which is when this is, I know people are, people are glazing over right now, but for the people who are in this position as well, if you don't have enough eggs for formal IVF, which I didn't even know was possible, but I couldn't feel more like old dried out withered. And I feel like, I feel like, I have the body, like the internal organs of a 65-year-old or something, which is not what he said, but I feel like that was in his eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, That's what they, that it's like a way of doing IVF with a lot fewer hormones, which I'm actually happy about because I know I shouldn't be thrilled about this because the chances of it being successful are fewer. However, Mm. I don't have to give myself shots if this is what we do. So I don't know. But I think today for the first time, it kind of dawned on me, we might not get a baby at the end of all of this. And someone tweeted me, have you considered adoption? Which ever since I've started talking about the fact that we're trying to get pregnant, people have been saying, have you considered adoption? Um, And yeah, to me, if we can't get pregnant, then that's the next thing we go to. But that's also hugely expensive. Yeah, it is. It's not, I think that there's this idea that people are being selfish if you do IVF when there's all these kids that you could adopt, which I do mm-hmm. understand that argument, but I'm just saying it's not like, they don't make it's it also easy, not though. easy to go adopt yeah. a kid. Yeah. Oh, it's a huge long process that takes forever and can be just as emotionally taxing. Yes. As, that's my understanding. Yeah. And well, that's what cases, happened on they friends. They give you their, their kid. Like if, if someone's pregnant and saying they're going to give it up for adoption at the last minute, they can say, no, I don't want to do it. I right. just had the baby and I don't want to yeah. do it anymore. Right. And you're stuck. We had friends who adopted a baby um, and it took forever. And actually what happened was that this, they had, they had basically had interviews with the mom and the mom picked another couple and then they got pregnant and decided they didn't want to adopt. And so they found out two weeks before that they were going to be adopting this baby. And it was just this whole big stressful thing, but it was probably eight years or so maybe of them trying. Like it was that. a long time was for trying to adopt. Jeez. Yeah. Cause they knew. I will have yeah. lost interest in eight years. <laughs> I know. I'll be on to something I'll else. I know if I want a kid then. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just, it's the tough. adoption thing is also complicated. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think adoption is a weird topic because it's, um, I, I haven't faced that particular issue, but I had um, another good friend who was in a similar position. Um, he and his wife, you know, were uh, struggling for a long time. And, you know, like, you know, I feel like adoption inevitably, inevitably comes up. And, you know, I feel like you kind of ask yourself, what would I do in that situation? And when you think about it, like the insistence on, like procreating from your own seed if, if you kind of take yourself out of the situation comes across as just like 
arrogant and self-indulgent. It's right. hard to like justify your insistence on doing that mm-hmm. and and not sound like a complete, you know, just what like self, self-centered <laughs> ass. No, but I mean, I feel like that's, you know, people who have, uh, you know, who are self-aware and, and you right, know, have totally. a conscience and, you know, sort of think about things as you do. Um, so think about that. But by, by the same token, it's also it's only couples who have trouble conceiving that get the adoption sort of like shoved in their face by everyone. Like, oh, well, why does it have to be yours? Why, why do you have to adopt? It's like, right. That, right. Are it's you, like, right. That, are you questioning everyone else who's gotten pregnant? Exactly. Right. It's like a couple who's like 23 and, you know, like, you <clears throat> uh, you know, fertile as hell can also adopt, you know, right. like they, exactly. everyone has the yeah, same option to do that, but it's only like, right. yeah, like right. it's only know, when old, people older talk couples, about, yeah. you know, who are looking at IVF and then everyone's kind of like wagging the finger. It's like, you're spending all this money on these treatments and you could, you could save a baby. Mm-hmm. Everyone could save a baby, you know, I just, but it's like, it's yeah. not seen as the obligation of couples who can have a baby to think about that. I right. just think it's weird. But I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have, to also join in on this is that I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have the experience of having a baby. I think it's like a great life experience that, you know, is awesome. And I mean, I don't know from experience yet, but I don't think there's anything wrong or that it's a bad thing to want that deeply. Mm-hmm. I think, I think in fact, it's a good thing and positive. I think it's I kind of in your yeah, I don't think yeah. I, I biology don't, to, to, to want that. Exactly. Or to yeah. at least want to see if you can have that. I just don't think I... Nice. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Babies. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Oh, I was just saying I don't think I could love anything that didn't look a little bit like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that. That's that's a deeper. Well, serious. I do want to be clear. I, I love I, the parts that look like me. The nose or something. The ears, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want the baby to have your ears? No, it's you have better ears. We'll see. Right. <laughs> you guys will have a cute kid. Um, okay. No, I think I think it's natural also to want that. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing to have those feelings either. I I was just saying that the people who think that they have the moral high ground because they're like throwing mm-hmm. adoption into the picture, I I think that that moral high ground is very dubious. Is the point mm. I'm trying to make? Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. when I. Shortly after I moved to New York, I was talking to this woman who was a writer, and she went on to freeze her eggs. And by the way, I am aware of how much I sound like a Sex in the City episode in like a very, <laughs> it's a very unpleasant, <laughs> nauseating kind of feeling. And I've turned into this cliche, but I'm going to embrace it. Um, and let's just clarify you're not like, uh, you know, like leaning on your bed and like with your feet, like, you know, crossed and like twirled up while you'd like type on your. Oh, iPad God. right now. <laughs> right. Do you have shoes in the in the oven right now? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not like that. Right. I don't throw open the windows and lean down on the lean over onto the street and go like, "Hello, lover." When I'm talking about New York, you know. Okay. Good. I don't do yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> and I don't. I'm not filled with a bunch New of New York. Puns w- yet. It was like one of the characters in the show. It really was the fifth <laughs> the fifth gal. But so uh, anyway, she said, and she said it in this way that like what I'm about to say is completely controversial but i'm gonna drop this bomb anyway she's like it's really more important to have a relationship than to have a career uh for like how did she put it you should work on the relationship first and the career second which is such a antithetical kind of antiquated thing to say and she knew she was saying something antiquated but it was like she's bringing it back um and i thought 
I reject that entirely. That's not going to work was for me. Was she talking no. about an actual relationship or just a theoretical relationship that could, like, that could be worked on if you in, brought it into being? Yeah, I th- she wasn't really even saying it to me as much as all women who are career-oriented should get their relationship shit locked down and then focus on the career because uh. if you want to have kids, da da da, da. Well, and, is it a timing issue? Yes. Yes. So like, that's get your sh- man, then get your job. Yeah. And I remember, because I, when <laughs> I lived it. in New York, I was very focused. I mean, my whole life, I've been much more focused on career, and I've just always trusted that everything else will, would work out. So the idea that here I am trying to get my writing career, or, or focused on my writing career in New York, when really I should be focused on getting into a relationship, I thought that was icky, and I did not even want to entertain that for a second. However, as I was driving home today, I was remembering that, and I was thinking, because now I might actually be in this position where, because I waited so long, it is becoming very hard to get pregnant, and I suspect had I been trying to get pregnant you know, 10 years ago... For, maybe I would be encountering the same problems. I don't know because they don't exactly know what's causing the infertility, but it probably would have been a lot easier. And I remembered what she was saying. Mm-hmm. However, I just don't really feel like I had a choice. I was a late bloomer. This is what made yeah. sense for me. If I at 28 had thought I'm going to try to get married and have kids, like I just, I wasn't ready. I, that's the thing is it wasn't really a choice as much as I wasn't ready to do all this stuff until now. Yeah. But you also, I don't for me that would be so weird as like I'll just find somebody and that will be the person and I pick you and that's the way that's not how falling in love works that's not how finding the right person right and I don't feel like I was growing up exactly exactly and also you probably didn't want children at that age like this idea that you know well I'll just have them because I know that one day I'm gonna want children it's like you know I I didn't want children until But that is kind of the, a problem is that people are... Do I want children? No. Uh, people are wanting them later and later. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It, it's funny. I just did... I, when I would think about it, it'd be like, eh, I don't know, sit, sit around watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and you know, fuck that. But now it's like, I can't wait to watch Frozen with my little daughter or whatever. Like, it, it, it's something switched where playing and um, seeing the world through the eyes of a kid became something appealing but i couldn't have i you know it's like to expect a 25 year old to to just have kids because they should because they're fertile i don't know yeah well nature just needs to catch up (laughs) or science does although you know if you fast forward a few months and i actually am pregnant or fast forward like a year and a half and we have a kid then i won't be feeling like it was a problem that i waited no you'll just be feeling great Yeah. yeah Exactly. But then fast forward 18 years when the kids leaving for college and we're too old to have fun. Oh my goodness. Then we'll then we'll be sad. <laughs> You're right. Maybe it all will work out. Oh, if Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. 
right. The headline is A-R-I-Y-N-B-F is better than Red Skittles. Allison is funny and down to earth with a knack for getting her guests to open up. And the Thursday show is like getting together with an old group of pals and laughing till your stomach hurts. Looking forward to more Allison and the gang. And this is from K-A-T-O-9-8-3-4-6. Oh, her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that her birth name or is that? Nope. I think oh, it's just code. It's just her snappy iTunes handle. Just a robot. Or his. Thank you so much for your very nice comment. That is very nice. If you would like to leave us a nice comment, uh, leave us a nice comment on iTunes. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. And perhaps we will read it on the show. And her saying A-R-I-Y-M-B-F is better than Red Skittles reminds me. Part of the reason I brought up all that baby talk was during our consultation today. So the thing with this fertility clinic is they don't get you pregnant, but they have Starbursts. Right. <laughs> I, I already really like them for that reason. They have but, Starbursts yeah. on like everyone's. They have a jar of Starbursts. The most when you expensive Starbursts you've ever had. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and today the doctor used the Starburst to illustrate mm-hmm. something about how many eggs and he was each one was an egg. Right. And oh they, my gosh. He was pouring them out on the table. He and used Mark. To, uh, yeah, there was a whole thing like the marker was this and this and this. But anyway, he got contemplative for a moment and he held up his jar of Starburst and he said, you know, I'll go away for a week and I'll come back and it'll just be yellow Starburst in here, <gasps> suggesting that people steal all the other flavors. They sneak into his office and take all the colors. Yes. Other than yellow. <laughs> there was a real run on pink ones today. But here's what I was thinking. I was thinking... <laughs> I don't think yellow's the worst. No. I don't either. I, I like yellow. I think orange is the worst. I do nope. too. Okay. I, are nope. we in a minority? Cherry is the worst. I don't know. What? Uh, Deal. No. Deal. <laughs> you don't want to get me fired up again. I, you, well, I can't you... handle your word bombs tonight. <laughs> I know. No. I think yellow is the worst, but cherry <laughs> is a close second for me. So where is orange? Thank you. I like orange. Orange is good. I don't mm. hate orange. Mm. But yeah. do you hate yellow? I think so. I think I, I think I hate yellow. No. I... I like the yellow for one specific reason in that they taste really good with the pink. Oh, I've got to try that. You got to try that combo next time. You're I think in you there. explained it to me once where you smash them together yeah. or something. You like just twist I them together. Just like looked at you. Daring. I know. It's I like, like it. twisting a Tootsie Roll and an orange Tootsie Roll together. I've never done it's that. Daniel, should, really you, should you get that in your snack test? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, oh, wait, should we talk about snacks? Starburst oh. twist? I've you got, could, you, what if you invented your own snack that could the, then be marketed in your theaters? Then you're double idea. dipping. You're, I actually like that. Yeah. The, the, the Jenna's special Starburst <laughs> twists. I hand out twisted. All- <laughs> hand <laughs> twisted by funny person Jenna Kim Jones. Deal. Allison, we've got our new Tony Doodle. <laughs> oh, yes, <Ooh>. we do. <laughs> Uh, um, the thing about hand-twisted Starburst is that I feel like Starburst is a candy you could really tell if someone's hands have been all over. <laughs> yeah. There's like thumbprints yeah. in it. <laughs> but they'd be Jenna thumbprints with You're some welcome, Jenna world. DNA in them. Mm-hmm. Okay, we do have snack chat. God, we need a snack chat theme song. Yeah, we do. We have a snack chat that needs to happen. But first, I just want to go back to the Starburst for one second because there's that meme that's like, ladies, don't let you. I, think I you posted, posted it. it. Yeah, yes. it? Like, don't let him treat you like you're a yellow Starburst. You're a pink Starburst. Right. Suggesting that everyone agrees that yellow are the worst. Yeah. But the boys do. So maybe it is a true meme. <laughs> I'm the only one that likes the yellow Starburst. <laughs> Does I that- also like grapes, so I'm I'm really in the minority here. <laughs> I get to clean up after you guys raid the candy jar. And you like those red velvet Oreos. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I just got a fresh new bag today that you brought over. <laughs> those are good. Listen, right. we did a taste test of regular Oreos and red velvet Oreos. I s- 
I don't even like regular Oreos that much, but they're better than the red velvet. They are not. Thank you. Yes. Red velvet was Way the clear better. winner. For Between you. the two of you. For, well, so. I was the judge. <laughs> you All were right. just sitting in the galley. <laughs> I didn't realize, but I, I guess it's true. All right. Talk about your snacks. All right. So last week we talked about uh, the flavored Lay's. And I don't know how it came up. Uh, I think JMO's and Bobo's tweeted something mm. about it. But uh, listen, folks, I'm not one of these people that believes in uh, crazy coincidences and, you know, deeper magical meanings in the universe. But... But voting's open right now for the flavors, and I think that means something. <laughs> so I think we need to get on it. All right? So you got to go to the website, and I know we're not getting paid by Lay's here, but I'm like, I'm now obsessed with getting Uh-oh, a flavor of a food, a custom flavor for a food. This, this is m- like the first thing on my bucket list. I have nothing else on there, but this is the first item. <laughs> and also the only get, thing. <laughs> get a custom flavor. So we need to... Like an Allison Rosen is your new best <laughs> friend. Your new, your new best your friend. New friend. So I checked Custom out the flavor. website today, and here's the deal. It's uh, do, us do, a do us a flavor. Do us a flavor. Oh. You go so on there, and um, there's this whole thing where you have to like log in to Facebook. Oh. And, but you yeah. can choose for it not to send your info. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and you go on there and you can create your flavors and everything. What I haven't figured out is how to l- link to it so you can vote because you can vote. But uh, <laughs> we need to just do this. I don't care who gets it. If some person out you there. You win a million. Did you already say that? You, you win a million, million dollars. You can win a million dollars. What? Mm-hmm. I am all over yeah, this. That's how that wasabi one came to be. Did they some, win a million? It was some nurse who uh, did it. Yeah. And she won a whole bunch of money. And, and listen, if you're flavor. someone out there and you work for a potato chip company. Or any f- snack food company, and you can do custom flavors. I don't care what kind of snack food it is. Let's just do this. Can I say crackers? I, I don't know. Anything. I've been totally off the, uh, the potato chip flavor conversation for like the last two minutes. I'm still on the do me a fl- uh, do, do, <laughs> do us a flavor. flavor because now I want to start a site called Do Me a Stolid. I was thinking <laughs> of. I was thinking and it, about and that. it's just selfies of people looking at totally emotionless. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so what are your flavor? Okay, well, you d- wait, is Stalin a word? Yes. <laughs> Stalin. <laughs> it means like like stoic, like Yeah. Stalin, I've like never heard af- that. Affectless. Right. Nice. You know, usually I don't encounter words that I don't know or people who know words I don't know. This is twice Dustin Goot concatenate. Oh man. That was an early one. Oh, concatenate's a good one. Yeah. I never knew concatenate. I don't know and it. And now stall it. Well, I had to bridge the eras. Concatenate was like back in the Ustream. Right. So oh. now the... No, concatenate mm. was before Ustream. Concatenate yeah. was when I was when I wrote for your magazine that I'm forgetting the name of. Not stuff. What Sink. was it? Sync. What does concatenate yeah. mean? Explain. It means, to, it means to combine. So you use it in a formula for in Excel. That's how I know it. So there's a formula that you use, like equals concatenate, and then you open bracket and choose which cells you want it to combine, and it'll combine those cells into one cell. It's like if you have a bunch of categories in your... I just use the like and symbol. So, no, no. So if you said like... Uh, yeah, you can do it that way too, but if, oh. but you can... Like, you can use some fancy word. You can make it word. additional ways to do it. That's yeah. interesting. Concatenate. Like, yeah. So if like you have like first name, last name, and two separate columns, you can combine them with a concatenate. Cool. Yeah. Hot Excel talk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our Excel talk? Yeah. Well, Ooh, yeah. we is just this, had is it. Is this uh, talk in Excel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like this idea. Yeah. 
So what there, flavor? There, there, went, okay, all, there well, went all so, those users from your great. So interview. here's the deal. I, <laughs> oh, they left a long time ago. They were like, she's talking about her uterus way too much. <laughs> um, okay, so I uh, I put a bunch on there, and then I realized after reading the um, the thing that they kind of want American flavors. So some of these, are, uh, well, not, like, but American. they have this whole taste of America thing. But I'm, I feel like some of your flavors might work if you think of America as a great patchwork. Okay, like gung ho flavor. Yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> So here are my flavors, destiny. and everyone flavor. everyone should just do this, and then let us know if you uh, get it and win a million dollars. Okay. Uh, and then we should go around. You guys have to have flavors, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I had uh, sweet pickle. That's <laughs> sweet and pickly. <laughs> like a... Like okay. A, like a bread and pickle. butter. Like yeah. a bread and butter okay. pickle. Oh, that okay. would be good. Oh, that's... Yeah. <clears throat> sweet pickle. Yeah. Uh, bananas Foster, which is bananas, okay. caramel, and biscuits. And I'd get all, Yeah, I'm on board. Baked okay. brie and pear. Fancy. That's that a fancy is, yeah, hoity-toity California. Sounds a little French. <laughs> I know. Meyer lemon and ginger. I'm just not sure about the ginger aspect of it. Should it be like, I was thinking Meyer lemon and basil. Mm, I'm also not sure about mm. that. Shh, you suck. Maybe just Meyer lemon. <laughs> well, but Meyer lemon, it needs to be another ingredient. They're not going to okay. choose. Here's the deal. They're, they're, they're not going to choose a flavor. I'm serious about this. I'm going to win a million dollars. Okay. They're not going to choose a flavor that isn't playful and has a little bit of an extra thing. It's not just going to be mac and cheese. It's going to be mac and cheese and bacon. Right. Right. It's not going to be just wasabi. It's going to be wasabi and ginger. Let's be honest. Bacon would probably increase your chances of winning by about 15%. Yeah. Well, I have, I have bacon wrapped dates. I have uh, mole poblano. Mm -hmm. I have coconut and lemon grass, which is uh, like a tomka guy with lime Uh, champagne. Which I think would be. <laughs> so have you been pretty busy at work these days? No, would you, champagne? Would you think would be? Champagne would be like a um, a light and crisp, um, almost citrusy, with a little hint of a grape. I think you just go to a state fair and then just if it has to be very American, just like name the chips after anything you can get at a state fair. So like the corn cotton dog candy. chip, oh, the cotton yeah. candy chip. That's good thinking. Funnel yeah, cake they Funnel have. Cake chips. Oh, they no. have. So those are all, those have all been suggested. If you go on their website, um, the the um, hot dog flavored chip is available at Seven Eleven right now. You can go get a hot dog flavored potato. That chip. Seems right. Yeah, I just love the way you describe the chips like a like a wine taster. <laughs> it was like nice. I I feel like if if things don't work out with what you currently do, you should invent the field of like chipolier. Yeah, like if, if yes. you're if you're like at, at the hot dog do stand and they're like, I want a hot dog and some chips. Uh, well, let us send our chipolier out. To, <laughs> that would be to so measure, right. measure your palate and see what you need. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do that. sommeliers wear something specific around their neck. What is it? Corkscrew? I don't know what it is. Scarf? It's something like that. <laughs> but I feel like you could wear a special something. Yeah. So like let's hear some Like a wet nap so that yeah. you can get the flavor off his fingers what you without got? licking them. <laughs> yes. I was just trying to think of things that I put chips on. Like mm-hmm. like a sandwich. Right. Mm-hmm. So like peanut butter chip. banana chips or something like that. Because it's like be a good. peanut butter and banana Like a sandwich. peanut butter flavor. Would be and then good. you could be from like Memphis because that's sort of like an Elvis thing. That would be good. Yeah. Peanut butter like banana. That would be really good. That's Submit it. You know? Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know. I always thought you'd put potato chips like on tuna casserole or something like that. Um, but then that's kind of nasty and no one wants that. But so. a tuna casserole chip. Yeah, nobody but wants that. Tuna, fishy. They yeah. do have shrimp no. chips overseas. Yeah. And those are oh, those horrible. are, yeah. You know what? 
I you have like to disagree those? with you there. Oh, I don't like them. But they smell awful, and the idea of it is horrible. And then you eat a few of them, and you can get I just used get to, it. to it. Yeah, my <laughs> yeah. nieces eat them a lot because they live in Thailand and they love their little shrimp chips. And I'm but see, then again, you also like kimchi chips. That's true. And that's I like, do like kimchi here. chips. Kimchi I didn't even know there were kimchi chips. Oh, you, they make them. Some it's that I can't remember what the brand's called actually, but it's I like they're only the chips that are in like the healthy chip aisle, and it's a black and white bag anyway they have a kimchi flavor of these chips they're so good yeah kimchi chips could be your alter ego oh my gosh jenna kim jones yeah or kimchi chips (laughs) i'm in (laughs) i love chips chips are my greatest weakness so i love all this chip talk i have an alter ego actually what is the person that sabotages my diets nibbles mcgee (laughs) (laughs) oh clamato and lime Ooh, oh, that nice. is good. Yeah. That's good from Carl. That would be like a chilada. That is a good one. That yeah. Is good. yeah. Oh, my word. Good job, Jeff. That's a good one. My idea was prosciutto and melon, but I feel like that's a real outside in kind of. It wasn't like I would like to eat a prosciutto and melon chip. It's like people are submitting weird flavors. Oh, I can think of a weird chip flavor. <laughs> Last night when this was all going down on Twitter, I thought marshmallow peep flavor. Ooh. Right? That's interesting. I wasn't trying to come up with weird flavors. I was trying to come up with good flavors. (laughs) (laughs) Forget it. I'm out of (laughs) here. Oh, no. Come back. All right. I'm back. Come back. Speaking of the mystery flavor thing, there are mystery peeps. Mystery flavor peeps. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen those. It is the best time of year for candy. I mean, I know we're talking about chips, but Easter is the best time of year for candy. And I'm sure there's a lot of exciting peeps happening right now. (laughs) Someone who's some kind of people, yay. I should (laughs) should get in touch. (laughs) Some of them were supposed to be savory. Could you handle a savory peep? Sure. No. No. Like a Doritos flavor? Like mustard. Mustard (laughs) peep. Uh <laughs> the, oh god, a peep flavored chip peep. and a chip flavored peep. Oh my it's the the world is turning on itself. It's the snack cool food ranch peeps. Oh, it's so it, gross. It's Why? the snack food singularity. Everything well, just becomes Well, for some warm. reason I can see a cool ranch peep with like a cowboy hat on and it's really cute. That would be really cute, <laughs> but it would taste awful. Like yes. a sour cream and onion peep. <laughs> Yuck. But if we applied the umlaut to peep it'd be puke. Puke. <laughs> <laughs> The sour cream and onion puke. Well, I don't think anyone... The, about, no, I'm saying it wrong. Poop, poop, poop. No one said vowels can like universally conquer. That's why the U's are, are used in my internet industry. But no one said that U's can dominate snack foods. Or that, you know, that's got to right. be a different vowel. Oh, no. Yeah, well, there's six the left. what's it gonna be or why if you want to get crazy well if you add in umlauts we can get up to 10 or 11 that's a good point what happens if you add an umlaut to an a oh yeah or can you Eh. (laughs) what what does the umlaut what sound is the umlaut imparting i think think it it elongates it so what like in german what's a versus a with an umlaut a is ah Oh. And then A with an umlaut is A. <laughs> and do O. Ooh. With umlaut? Without. And er is with umlaut. <laughs> and I? Can I have an umlaut? No. Because then it would have three dots. <laughs> this is <laughs> my fair lady episode. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do just me or everyone. 
says just me or everyone 15 seconds of youtube commercial is more annoying than two minutes of live tv commercials Mm -hmm. yes what is that why is it so impossible to sit through pre-roll ads when it's really only a few seconds i think it's because you're at your computer so you have the illusion of captivity yeah i it's part of it is the nature of the ads too there's that one with that Asian dude who's like trying to get you to do ab workouts and stuff and it's like and, and there you'd see I'd see it before every single video where he's like sitting there eating with, and then he start talking with his mouth full he's like hey want to know how you get six pack abs it's like no I'm just that, getting all fired up one. again that company yeah. is depressingly successful they make a ton of money well, I'm sure they do <laughs> what company is it I don't know the name but I know it's like they've um They've called. They called the previous company I worked for, and they wanted to advertise. And they they advertise a ton because they sell a ton of these ab DVDs. Hmm. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. No, I don't think I have either. To be honest, I actually like really despise commercials on TV, and so for me, it's the opposite. I don't mind the fifteen seconds on YouTube or whatever it is um, as much as watching TV commercials. But like when I have to live tweet, like if we do, if I let decide I'm going to live tweet something, it is like the most painful f- five minutes every ten minutes. I mean, there's so many commercials on. I don't know. TV commercials, I feel like it's expected. I know what's coming. I know they yeah. take TV commercial breaks. But with YouTube, it's like, oh, puppy, sweet. And then I click on it. And then it's like <laughs> 30 seconds. Sometimes I can skip the ad. Sometimes I can't. And That's for true. that, I think it's like punching me in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I it depends it. too. Like if I'm just watching a video of like, it's a 30 second video of like a dog and a puppy looking at each other. I don't want to watch an ad before that. I'm like, yeah. just let me watch yeah. it. It's 30 I think seconds. For me, what it is, is if I'm ever watching a video on the internet, it's always like, oh, I'll just do this for a second. I'm never... It's not like a television right. show where That's I'm sitting down point. and I'm yeah. committing to watching it. It's always or oftentimes in the middle of something else. And I'm like, I'll just take a second to do this. And then it's like, oh, this is taking forever. It's taking 15 seconds. I'm making a startup it's company. Ridiculous. It's a DVR for your computer. It just will watch the videos <laughs> for you and you can just fast forward your commercials. That's smart. Well, I feel like I have to interject here because uh, this conversation is like eviscerating my entire livelihood. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. But, I, I, but let, let me offer the counterpoint that uh, on television there is uh, like your computer you're a foot and a half away from and you know your face is straight in front of it and you don't probably have anything else to do for 30 seconds whereas with your tv you're 10 feet away you're on your couch and when that commercial comes on if you're not flipping the channel or fast forwarding on your dvr which most people are these days i'm checking twitter which is why a lot more ads are showing up online let me that's let me point this out um you you can just be distracted by just kind of like zoning out or looking over in your like at your fish puppy yeah your kitchen or think like did i turn the oven off I'm kind of frustrated at Hulu, though, because I pay for the service, yeah. and they make me we watch love Hulu well, And now you're eviscerating my business. <laughs> we love it, though. Isn't it great? <laughs> we love it. Everyone does this. It's so great. <laughs> we never should have started talking about how we don't like the thing that keeps us all in business, which ultimately, at the end yeah, of the day, is no, bad. The only thing that would be better is if, yeah, if you had a sponsor read right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to put it later. <laughs> All 
right. Murphy's Chaos says, I've always liked the random for no reason gift more than the Christmas birthday some other holiday gift. Mm. Well, the thing with the for no reason gift is that there's no expectation. So I think it always feels good. Versus the for a special occasion gift, then you might actually have some kind of expectation around it. Yeah. It, it's no, no reason I, I feel like I haven't really gotten a lot of those like no reason rando gifts, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess... This is this this comment just eviscerated both relationships at the table. Yeah. There's just a lot of evisceration going on. Right oh now. boy! I mean, I'll, I mean, wait, what? Yeah, how frequently are most people getting these for no reason kind of gifts? I just go when I want a gift, just go buy one, right, right honey? Yeah, so you just go buy it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think there's just a lot of pressure with the random gift. Because then I feel like I didn't get, I yeah. didn't think about getting you anything. Do you like things? And then it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The husbands. The for no reason gift, I will agree with. I, I'm not, I don't have a partner in my relationship on a mic, so I'm sort of protected. But it's, <laughs> it is, it is a dangerous thing, I feel like, the splitting of the atom. Like it's, you have to be careful about the force that you unleash with that because. It is, it, I think it is a nice gesture that will be appreciated, but then it's like, have Expected. you created expectation out of that? Right. Yeah. And then like, if you go for the second for no reason gift, then you really have created a monster probably of like, you know, then when they trail off, it's like, oh, do you not love me anymore? Where are those for no reason gifts? Mm-hmm. And the, it's like, oh, this one, it doesn't seem as nice or it's like, you know. Um, or it's like if you do it on a too regular schedule, then it's not a for no reason gift. Then it's like, oh, where's my quarterly, you know, <laughs> oh surprise gift? Right. Yeah, it's, there's it's just true. a lot of it's you know. True. So, so, so let me, feeling let me just, a lot of anxiety right now, or yeah, what? I just because I'm know, feeling resentment. Well, I'm just saying for all the ladies out there listening and thinking like, oh, it's for no reason. That sounds great. I want them. Just you know, like down yeah. that can that can plant a real landmine down the line in the relationship it's for your own yeah. good that we don't give you no for no reason yeah for, that's yeah. what i'm saying you're welcome man yeah it's sort of like that first this is not really the same but similar that first email you send someone if you if it's like a work thing and you send it back right away which is kind of what i do because i sit at my computer so it's easy for me to email back right away except sometimes, sometimes i feel like it's almost i gotta put a little space here because otherwise i seem like i'm too connected yeah but then you do you do set the uh, expectation that you will always respond to things right away. It does. That's totally happens. But then do you sometimes encounter people who take a few days to respond and it's like, this is weird. This is a weird throwback. You're a retro human being. <laughs> I do that, but I don't do it intentionally. I'll just, if I don't respond to an email right away, see, I play that dangerous game too. I don't want to respond right away sometimes. But well, then sometimes if, I if don't, you don't, then you never will. Right. I don't really yeah. mean socially. I mean more like if it's a, if it has a work related question attached. No, yeah, it depends. Depends. Work I respond to because it's work. Right. Yeah. I if, respond fast, but 24 hours is the limit. If you can't if you can't respond to me in 24 hours or delegate, then I'm I'm bugged. I sign all of my emails uh, need response by end of day. Yeah, stuff like that. Daniel, right? Do you really write that? No. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's so many things you do at your job that are a surprise to me. So, you know, you I have heard snacks. he does give all his coworkers for Ran- no reason. Gifts. I was just gonna say. <laughs> it's true. 
Okay. I am, no, I'm Cirque says, I wonder what I'm Cirque means. I feel like it's probably not I'm circumcised. It's probably something else. It's Cirque du Soleil. Perhaps it's probably Cirque du Soleil. Vegas performer would be my guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and this is a, just me or everyone, but it's directed at Jenna Kim Jones. Uh-oh. I cried at Despicable Me, not on a plane. Whoa. Did you talk about crying at Despicable well, Me? Well, I think I talked about, oh, I did, remember I talked about crying, was it on this? That I talked about crying in Toy Story 3, like a hard cry, like it was one of the <laughs> hardest moments ever, like a really <laughs> sad, ugly cry by myself in the movie theater. I, I don't did that recall once. this. And then I also may have said that I do cry more often on airplanes, but I think that's like an altitude thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. I've read many not, articles about that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I've gotten to a point where I used to never cry younger. Like teenage years, I was pretty, I was emotional and moody, but I wasn't a crier necessarily. But and you then, weren't stolid either, it sounds like. No, not at all. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. So, <laughs> so now in my last like two, three years, I have become very teary and I cry a lot. Do you think you're making up for lost time? Maybe. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm like married and I've let my guard down or something like that. But like I cry during television shows. I cry on the airplane. I would probably cry in Despicable Me if I watched it right now. You hear that, Al? So before she got married, no tears. All I do is make her cry. No, she can't <laughs> stop crying. There's nothing I can do. And I'm always like, what did I do? Is it me? Oh, my God. I always make sure he knows it's not him. It's just, just feel my it in the moment. My favorite is when it's nothing. When I'm just crying. Like, so you're just crying, huh? Cool. And I just said, That happens, too. Just be straight with me. If, if you need something, you just have to tell me. Seriously, though. Because I'm going to... I think the most recent thing that was sort of unreasonable that I cried in is an episode of Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. I like the qualifier of sort of unreasonable. <laughs> it was exciting. They got a deal. They so worked like, really hard. He found a way to take out the bones from ribs. <laughs> and it's well, patented, Alan. What was the product? I don't remember what it was. It's always about the fight where it's like, yeah, I it's... lost everything and this is my only livelihood and... I love making what stickers for product? children that smell good. <laughs> yeah, it was something not that important, but it was, was it a clothing item? I don't remember, I have, but it was emotional. I'll take notes next time you start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have favorite sharks on Shark Tank? Yes. Who are they? I love Robert. And um, I do like Barbara only because she's a little bit crazy. And I, but I do think Mr. Wonderful kind of makes the show. He's, what's his name in real life? Uh, I would just call him Mr. Wonderful. On. I know, I just had a mind uh, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. I think he is sort I'm of the spice of the show. He's the bald guy he's in the, the middle. Guy. Okay. He's really cocky. He's like the Simon Cowell. Yeah. You know, where he's just right. like mean and nasty and just like says what he thinks. He's the most conservative, which I like. That's why like the street really likes him because when he when he takes money, he's really conservative with it, and but he bets big and he makes people tons of money because he has a really tight financial background. Hmm. What's the street? Well, the street meaning like oh. uh, the people who invest. That's why. Sorry. Yeah, that's not, uh, yeah. I, I didn't know what he meant either. And I was like, is that I a TV was, show? I thought it was probably a website. <laughs> yeah. Like, it has something to do with finances. I feel like there is a The Street website. There is though. a The Street. I, and what do they I, do? I'm not sure that they exist anymore, but there was. Or maybe is. Hmm. They they write about. Wall Street? Yes. Do they write about Main Street? <laughs> Only if it affects Wall Street. Interesting. <laughs> Only if Main Street is buying things that Wall mm-hmm. Street wants to know about. I also like Lori because she does all her made-for-TV 
are not made for TV. Her um, QVC, QVC, QVC products, yeah. and I think it's hilarious that they all kind of tease her about it and yeah. like. I, well, I love also that we could that's, all get on QVC. Sorry, that, that's her justification <laughs> for getting in any deal is basically, you know, I can take you on TV and you can sell a hundred thousand, and then it's like, well, just invest in literally anyone that walks up there. You know, like if they, if they have like a physical good, just like throw some money at them. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, I can sell a hundred thousand of these by tomorrow night, and you're like, okay, well, cool your jets, shark. <gasps> Weird. <laughs> Jets and sharks. <laughs> I know. It's a real West Side Story of a sentence. Mm. Daniel and Jesse says, "Just me or everyone? I speed up a little when I see the your speed digital miles per hour signs on the side of the road. I slow down. Oh, I yeah, I'm way too paranoid. Yeah, because because it's somehow I think that like oh, it's straight from this sign <laughs> to some cop nearby. Like it's going to alert them. Beep beep. Someone's speeding. Yeah. I just passed one of those on the way over here. I've. I feel that I experience both emotions at once. Like on the one hand, I wanted to be like, you don't control me sign. But on the other, I was like, you know, yeah, there could be a cop nearby. (laughs) (laughs) And tickets are expensive and no, thanks. Yeah. If there's a lot of traffic, I'm never sure if it's me, like which one it's referring to. So it's like, I'll just choose the one that I like the number. Like, oh, that's a good number. 45. That's right. In like a 25 zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amy M. Love says, when at the car wash, another car one, I always give the front of my car too much dryer time and run out of time for the back. Oh, this yeah. must be one of those coin wash places, ones. which I have never, that honestly, I've never done one of those because it just seems like a lot of pressure. I would prefer to either just wash my car in the driveway where there's not things that are going to run out of. Because you don't have infinite time, right? No. That's what she's saying. You run out of time. Yeah. Right. So yeah that's like one of those drive through ones when you finish out and they have all those fans that go. Yeah. 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 It feels like a lot of pressure. Those yeah. don't do a thorough job either. They don't get the they wheels. push the water around. around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you put it from the front of the hood to the back of the hood. It's more Thanks. like an emergency if you just yeah. need to rinse your car off. But that, I don't think it's really kind great of car, for your car. car, clean emergency. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's <laughs> great for your car to do those. No, that's what I've heard. It feels like it's the cousin of... Uh, the drying jet in the bathroom that you spend too yes! much time on the inside of your hands and the outsides are wet. Hmm. See, is that, is that just you're supposed, to, you're supposed to rub your hands together? Don't you, you Has anyone your hands? ever? It's like, you rub you, the hands. It's like you rub them and you you like open them to the inside. It usually. doesn't say open to the inside. <laughs> it says rub hands gently. Under, okay, maybe under maybe it is dryer. just me. Well, you know. I don't no, make I the don't rules. No, I don't think it's just you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you like the one where it says press Daniel... in every rest stop in America. It says pre- where it says press button, and it's a finger pushing a button. <laughs> Someone has dr- drawn an anus, and it says <laughs> it scratched the O N. Every single one, press butt. I've never noticed and that. And then it'll Maybe be like four, and then it'll be four. The room. air, and then it has a picture of the the squiggles, and then and then it'll be like four uh, bacon. They'll yeah, write bacon. Push button for bacon. I've seen that one. So press butt yeah. for bacon. <laughs> I have never yeah. seen that. No, ever. me neither. What I was going to no. say is, has anyone, here's a just me, everyone, has anyone successfully dried their hands with that hand dryer thing? No. Because I just give up. Yeah, me too. They have the new Dyson ones. Those now. Yeah. I like. Those, Those are amazing. Are. I feel like this has come up before. That's like think, three G's for your hands. I think Disneyland is going to install those or has installed those in California Adventure um, at the uh, raft, you know, that um, the raft thing. 
What do they call that? Yeah. Why? Uh, what's Wait, it? Yeah, like the log ride. Yeah. So there's supposed to be you step off and then there's a place you step into and it's like a big, huge human dryer. What? Fun. That would be nice, actually, because you really do get wet on that ride. Yeah. Really wet. There's a log ride at California Adventure? Not a log. It's, it's a raft. It's Yeah. It's like a circular raft and you go all you know over. You the, the, the bear. The mountain. Big bear ride or something but you go down the ramp of water and then get splashed at yeah. the mm-hmm. end. that doesn't soaked. sound very fun i just didn't even know this was a california adventure we did splash mountain a couple years ago though and i didn't realize or i had forgotten how soaked yes yeah we yeah. had to buy socks at disneyland <laughs> because every time i take a step it's like <laughs> oh i hate that it was really well, it was yeah. night it was, like, there's it was cold weird there's weird um Swamp water in my shoes. Yeah. Even though I don't think it's swamp water, it's probably heavily chlorinated Walt Disney clean water, but I didn't want it in my shoes anyway. <laughs> didn't you have to buy something? You bought pajamas. No, that was a different <laughs> that was a different time. Where, where, why did I buy why pajamas? Did you have to buy pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> it was an emergency. Oh, we were staying. I think at we your decided folks at the last something. minute, yeah, to stay and I at, didn't have down PJs. in Orange County, yeah. So I needed to get uh Super I actually like them. They were good. Pajamas with Mickey. They're good though. Them. They have yeah, the Mickey jammies. Let's see. Don't ha- judge. Hack is teenied. Says just mirror everyone in movies, TV shows. Always look to see if the actor or actress answers the phone and says hello before the receiver is to their mouth. Oh. I've never oh. thought to look at that, but I will now. Hmm. Bruised by Dawn says, "Hate to admit defeat when dealing with the shell on a hard-boiled egg, and will not let go without taking the egg with it." Um, yes, I feel like sometimes you're blessed with eggs that are very easy to uh, peel. And then sometimes you get one like a couple that I had last night where about half of the egg white went with it. Oh, I hate that. Me too, because the egg white is what I'm peeling this thing for anyway. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I know you have thoughts. I I don't like hard boiled eggs. I know. What? They're farting up our kitchen. (laughs) This oh, place. they do leave a smell in the fridge. Yeah, really but I do. like them a lot. Mm. I Because I know that it is threatening my marriage. Yeah. I put them in a Ziploc bag last the night. The problem with the hard-boiled eggs is the uh, the yolk. It's but the I put those part. down the disposal. But then you don't run it. <laughs> so well, then hey, it'll be like, at least that's half the what is rotting? In, uh, and then I'll just look in the garbage uh. disposal. And there's weak old egg yolks. <laughs> Not always. No, sometimes they're burnt. <laughs> <laughs> that happened isn't, once. Yeah, isn't the yolk where like tons of protein is? And is your garbage disposal just like <laughs> yeah. can, can it like take down a car now? Because <laughs> so it's, it's just been yes. getting so powerful, like, jacked. That's right. <laughs> pure protein. It's angry down. too. Sometimes it runs for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's impossible to turn it off, but it has tiny nuts. Okay. And Blue New, and finally, this is the last one, says, um, like when I stop the microwave to prevent popcorn from burning and hear a few bonus kernels pop, the more, the better. Doesn't that always happen? I think that always happens. Yeah. You yeah. stop it when the popping gets to between one and three seconds, and then mm. a few more pop. Oh, yeah. That's really like... <clears throat> It's really um, sort of gambling, though, because I'm always afraid of going over, so I'll mm-hmm. stop it under, but you want to maximize your Well, it your feels good pops. when you've figured out for your microwave the exact right number of seconds to get every kernel. Yeah, we, really... we've been doing the air popper recently. Oh, those are... Because I got 
some of the I can't believe it's not butter spray and then like a powder that you put on the popcorn the so flavor. it tastes really great but it's low calorie mm-hmm. anyway uh, but the air popper does a lot of surprise popping at the end why are you, you laughing I <laughs> just the <laughs> the way that you said low calorie it really looked like you <laughs> it's like with this like smirk like you were really I figured it out like guys you were really getting away with something <laughs> you looked <laughs> <laughs> so sly <laughs> stick with me i'll teach you all my tricks <laughs> <laughs> but those calories were none the wiser of what i was doing <laughs> well nonetheless the air popper pops like crazy when you finish it's like you finish you think you have it all and then like six just shoot out everywhere and then you have popcorn underneath things and hidden all over the place it's chaos yeah, my memory of the air popper is that it, there's a lot of um, force yes. <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes the kernels get all squirrely when they're being blown up into the, the chamber there. It's that fun. too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Dustin, popcorn stories? No. I'm, I'm, I'm not that big of a popcorn guy. I uh. get it rarely. At movies, and I never pop at home. Never. Wow. Hmm. I love popcorn. Same th- chips, popcorn, the salty things. You know. What's your movie snack? My movie snack would, if it's available, would be chicken fingers and peanut M and M's. Who has chicken fingers? <laughs> what is happening? What do you mean? Who has? We live in what Los Angeles. It's not. We're not like in the. It's you been know, a while, I guess. Like they, the, yeah, the, they usually have them. They do. AMC has them. Yeah, it's yeah, like I don't uh, associate yeah, the scent they do like of chicken, chicken fingers, fingers and burgers and all sorts. Of stuff. We have really? like, we have like the fanciest yeah. theaters here of anyone in the country. Oh Why are you asking me like who has chicken thing. fingers? Yeah, we're trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Is it working? <laughs> no, I'm I'm defiant. Can't you hear? <laughs> I wish I had. How a- dare you, sir? <laughs> Ask where I can get chicken fingers. <laughs> I'd be going to the movies more often if I knew there were chicken fingers. They're only $17 for three. <laughs> so <laughs> worth it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I th- I like to be I, fair, I, I, issues I, that I, I think that's Buffalo only if you ask for the, the extra sauce. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Uh, so chicken fingers and peanut M&Ms. Together? No, good Bold. question. Or, mm. or do you stagger them? I stagger. You know, I used to be the, uh, like, you know, things on the plate can't touch eater. Really? But, but now I'm not. Now I, w- I will combine, at least if I'm somewhere where I know they're supposed to be combined. But there are probably little lingering pieces of that habit. Like what, to you, what's the biggest nightmare in terms of things touching? I mean, nothing. What's a deal breaker? Nothing right now. Eggs but- and syrup? Like if no. you're eating pancakes and eggs. No, actually, and like breakfast, I it's like I want like everything together. It, you know, it's like mm-hmm. when I go to a place for brunch, I kind of just want to order like the first six things on the menu and then just like <laughs> pour them all into one bowl. I just feel like breakfast foods like were were made affinity. to mix like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we're gonna find where it is though. I will not get up till I find it. Is it dinner foods that pose the problem? Would it be like spaghetti and salad? Yeah, it's a that good would, combination. Yeah, yeah, that would be strange. Like, that's uh, not good. yeah, like lettuce getting on like hot food. That's gonna. But I mean, there's a reason for that. It's gonna like wilted. It. It's not gonna. You know, salad's supposed to be crisp, and then on your hot food, it, it's not. Fish and baked beans. Woof. 
well, I, mean, I don't think anyone would be well, excited food, about fish in their baked like beans. Like foods that are going to taste gross together, I don't want them to <laughs> like touch and activate the grossness. Like, I don't, this isn't going to be that hard of a game. <laughs> All right. Have you ever mixed peanut M and M's in your movie popcorn? Yes. It's a magical That's experience. Good. That is good. Yeah. I haven't done this. It's really unhealthy, but it is really delicious. Kind of dangerous really. with your combos. The movie, yeah. I feel like I don't mix them, not because I'm opposed to those. Fl- like I would, like you know, embed a peanut M M&M and M in a chicken finger and just see what it tastes like. <laughs> I'm not opposed to that, but I feel like I've kind of it's there's sort of a ritualistic ritualistic aspect of like I measure the movie in like am I in the chicken finger portion like first act probably mm-hmm. you know or like am I in the M M&M and M portion you know or am I in the like there's just like I have to go to the bathroom, but I also like I feel like I shouldn't leave, and I should still keep drinking the last third of my drink portion. <laughs> I I'm always in that portion. That's such a hard place to be. It really is. Movie. It yeah. really is because it's like you're trying to predict the lull, <laughs> right? Right. But it's hard to tell. But no matter what you do, you're going to miss something. Right. That's well, like- and also it's near the end. There can be some climactic stuff. And it's you don't know whether you're experiencing genuine emotion or just like the pain of your extremely full <laughs> bladder is right. expressing itself in like catharsis. Creating another characters. ticking clock. It was so, yeah, it was so exciting. I, I didn't know when they were going <laughs> to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. Um, I feel like if we're talking about the mixing of flavors, which we are, we'd be remiss if we didn't go to Jeff, who doesn't have a microphone, because, Jeff, I know that you tweeted something about mixing soups. And I know that this is giving people who have never heard this show a strange idea of what the show is. But that's okay. Yes. What I tweeted, happened? I tweeted that uh, I had a, I've had a lot of good ideas in my lifetime. Mixing two half-eaten cans of soups was not one of them. What were they, though? Just so we know. It was chicken noodle and roasted red pepper. That sounds like it wouldn't be that bad. No, it was terrible. Okay. Was it, like, extremely salty? Was it the actual flavor? It was just disgusting. It didn't work on any level. Man, be you warned, were you guys. Town. Yeah, it just—it yeah. was like coming, it was like two plus two equals minus five. It was yeah. just terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Was, well, I ate it all. But you oh hated it. Yeah, it was terrible. And I tried to save it. I tried to put crackers in it and all that. And just nothing. It just kept, be it kept getting worse. Yeah. Ugh. All right. But I'm not sorry. I did it. Well, that because you've lived, you can <laughs> no scratch regrets. this off. Yeah. I wasn't hungry at the end of it. That's all that matters. I want to tell you guys that Alice Rosen is your new best friend is supported by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Glasses should not cost as much as an iPhone. And at Warby Parker, fashion-forward prescription glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but before Warby Parker ever became a sponsor on my show, I was familiar with them because my friend Trevor, whom you guys might be familiar with because he's been on the show, who's extremely on the cutting edge of things like this and he's fashionable and he always has really good looking frames. His were Warby Parker and he told me about them and he told me that uh, for every pair that Warby Parker sells, they distribute a pair of glasses to someone in need. I thought that was really cool and I thought their whole sales model is just really interesting the way that they are kind of turning the whole frame industry on its head, if you will. And Daniel right now is wearing Warby Parkers. I I am and I love them. Uh, All the glasses include anti-reflective and anti-glare coating 
There's no additional cost for that. Um, all glasses include a hard case and cleaning cloth, and there's no additional items you will need to purchase. And Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. They have a home try-on program where you order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to your home, try them on, select your frames, and send them back for free with no obligation to purchase. And uh, that is why I have a ton of photos in my phone of Daniel wearing a whole bunch of different kinds of glasses. Mm-hmm. That's right. You got to try them on, take pictures, and then spend months figuring out which one you want. No. Did you take that long? I was just lazy in choosing. But you finally did choose. Yeah, the ones and they were like. great. Uh, and when you place your order for prescription glasses, you'll have them in your hands within 10 business days. They usually arrive even faster than that. They arrive really fast, didn't they? They're super fast. They let you, they send you an email where they tell you, you know, where it is and track it for you. It's nice. And Warby Parker offers prescription polarized sunglasses for $150. Go to warbyparker.com slash best friend, all one word, best friend, to choose your five uh, free home try-on frames. And by visiting that URL, again, warbyparker.com slash best friend, you'll get free three-day shipping on your final frame choice. That's warbyparker.com slash best friend. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. This was super fun. I feel like we got to the bottom of a lot of stuff. I still have a lot of questions about chip flavors and where we're going to go with that and what's going to happen. Do you need to, do you want to ask any of them now or, or no, is this no, more no. Of a, I'm going to ponder okay. and think about it and I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have a snack chat jingle by then. Oh my God. Oh, we man. really need one. Yeah. Continue this conversation on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Deal. That's, That's right. right. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the former Thursday gang. And those are a dollar... Actually, all of the former Thursday gang. I used to say much of the former Thursday gang because, Jenna, you couldn't make it that day. That's right. But now I can just say all the former Thursday game. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can get those by searching Allison Rosen in iTunes. Um, and if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps some flavored chips, perhaps I'm trying to think of other things that we mentioned in this episode. Um, Peanut M&Ms. Cloth napkins. That was last week, but they're on my mind. Okay. Starburst. Yeah. Yeah, all sorts of things. Starburst. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and an umlaut, or perhaps a German-English dictionary. There you go. <laughs> uh, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com, the Amazon banner, that is. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. You guys, thank you so much for all of your Amazon support. It means so much, and it helps us out so much as we're getting <clears throat> excuse me, Dining Room Studios up and running. And also, I have a little Amazon store that I set up with. Um, it's got like some beauty the beauty items that I would recommend gal chat alert. Uh, and then it also has some dog stuff and it has a lot of, um, projects that are related to people on the show, people who've been on the show and, um, we've got some flavored chips and things like that as well. So lots of stuff that was mentioned on the show. And if you look at the blog post for this episode, we'll have a link to shop in my little Amazon store and what am I? Le- oh, yeah, yeah. PayPal links on my website, alisonrosen.com on the right side. Thank you for all that support as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. And uh, Alan, where should we go for you? At Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's. There you go. Instagram and Twitter. Yep. 
Nice. Jenna? Uh, you can check out uh, me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones and check out our podcast Alan and I have called Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. And it's on my website, JennaKimJones.com. Dustin? Uh, nowhere again, but I do want to issue a, a vowel correction. Oh, okay. So that uh, the German scholars out there are not bombarding you. I said the German O is an U, but that's the U that's an U. The O is ah. So, Phew. And what's the A? There we go. It's also ah. Well, what? that's just madness. Well, I think the O is more of like ah. It's a lower. I don't know. All right. It's been a while, but it's. I don't need to be blatantly wrong. <laughs> Glad you issued that <laughs> I feel like Dustin's German corner might need to be a yeah. jingle soon, too. Oh, yeah. We need to make sure we go in the right direction with that. Um, and uh, Daniel? Uh, at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. One Q, one Z. <laughs> Which, seriously, if your name could be used in Scrabble. I know. Mm. It should be. I know. Damn it. You know what? I give everyone permission to use it. Supplemental rules. Okay, fine. <laughs> if they're playing the actual board game, not on their phones. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. There's a few holdouts. Probably the German scholars. <laughs> they're playing the actual board game. Mm-hmm. And you can follow Jeff at Colonel Jeff Fox. And I'm looking at him right now to try to... Re- and, and download his podcast, Barracuda... Excuse me. Barracuda Radio. Uh, and uh, get that on iTunes. And also, is there a barracudaradio.com? Mm-hmm. Good, because if not, then I would feel weird that I had said that. There is Am I leaving anything else out? That's all. Perfect. Wonderful. It's a very one-sided conversation for the listeners. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 